A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Hitter Podcast. I'm Rob DiPietro, the Dead Pro Hitter. I'll be joined by Todd Whitestone from SPStreamer.com and at Talistar7 on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Dead Pro Hitter and the Pro Hitter Podcast at Pro Hitter Pod. Uh, we're just going to be going through our main event player movement recap today, discussing some of the more popular ads and drops, as well as some standings in the overall and um, some league trends for um, Todd usually identifies what you need to be at 80th percentile in a specific stat category to help you um, get into the 80th percentile of the overall and in your league, which usually results in top three um, standings for your league. So. We get into all that fun stuff, and yeah, hopefully everyone is enjoying the beautiful spring into summer, baseball is in boom, and of course Major League Baseball has to go and fuck things up as usual, um, you know, I'm sure everyone's aware of the sticky substance stuff and the way baseball handled it is completely poor given these players. <laughs> the warning in the middle of the season that it will completely change and <laughs> the umpires who are completely trained by the way in how the ball is made and what's inside the ball and you know complete um physicists as well umpires i don't know if anyone knows that they have a dual degree in umpiring and knowing what uh, exactly a sticky substance is and I mean what a joke you know there's gonna be no uniformity and and, and yeah um, the will one umpire know what what's what a sticky thing is and will they share it with others I mean just a real big joke it's unbelievable um, I don't fault anyone for saying that this leading them to um, have injuries or anything like that because um, they are going to compensate with other body parts if they're not used to pitching a certain way and cheating or not cheating it's something that you know rosin and sunscreen has been allowed to be used and especially if it doesn't affect the spin as much as just the grip and being able to throw the baseball consistently um, the way you want it and i think it was one of the things that um MLB moving average at John Legaza. Um, he's had some some great podcasts. Uh, Cork Stats is an awesome podcast. If anyone hasn't listened to that podcast, it's great. John has tons of information. He's had Barton Smith on there, and he's talked about how the balls and the the new balls, even if you get a dozen balls, it's, it, every ball is pretty much different uh, in terms of seam and, and weight and um, the restitution of the core and <clears throat> all that crazy stuff but 
you know, um, I don't know how they're going to police this. Honestly, I think if I was a pitcher, I'd kind of try to just, you know, <laughs> just wait until they actually suspend you. <clears throat> that would be probably something to consider for a lot of these pitchers is see what, you know, what are they going to really do? Um, another thing is you'll get suspended with pay, but then the team can't replace you on the roster. So now you'll be, you know, the team and the player will be affected. And so now if you get a couple of guys caught cheating and, um, you know, you have less guys on your roster and you're going to attack the other players, which could lead to more injuries. Uh, and of course, this is all coming in, you know, at a time where they're going to be going into labor <clears throat> talks next year. And, you know, just uh, a, <clears throat> a real good way to let the players fall flat on their face <clears throat> Blame MLB, and then MLB said, well, you shouldn't have been cheating in the first place, and all this fun stuff, and, you know, it's just garbage. Just let the guys play. You know, have a rule, make it uniform, and say this is it. Give them something that they could use and say this is it. This is uniform across the league. Everyone could use this, and that'll be the rule. But, no, it's got to be let the empires dictate the fate of teams and players and because, I mean... Let's admit it. I mean, they're they're fit to do it all. Empires. They're just the best in the business. Um, anyway, it's a joke. But anyway, um, yeah, <clears throat> it's gonna be. You know, this is all you're gonna see on Twitter now. Spin rate, this and that, and uh, you know, you're gonna be conscious of it if you're playing in a league that doesn't allow trading. You know, not much to do. You know, your roster is your roster. You add and drops. You know, I'm sure you can investigate a little bit, but it's not gonna be enough to move the needle in stats, um, especially if it's roto. Um, so, it is what it is, um, just gotta roll with it, I would just say, keep, keep doing your work in what you normally work, and if you, you know, whatever you look at, the metrics, and whatever things you dive into, keep diving into those things, um, and, and, you know, keep doing the things that, uh, you find yourself, you know, bringing you consistent success in, in fantasy baseball, and everything else will fall into place. Um, so, yeah, here we go. Let's enjoy this pod, I mean Todd, and uh, enjoy your day. Mm-hmm. All righty, folks, welcome to the Pool Hitter Podcast. I am here with my podcast partner for the week, Mr. Todd Whitestone. Todd, what's going on today? Not too much, Rob. How are you doing? Doing wonderful. Me and the wife just had a nice beach day, which is our normal routine. On her days off, Monday, Tuesday, we like to... Uh, go on days when it's not crowded you know we avoid we avoid the weekend rush as much as we can down here in jersey and kind of slide in during the week when it's a little less uh you know but um yeah that was my day you know reading some articles on my phone and just staring out into the ocean you know trying to find that balance the the ocean brings me balance it brings me like calm and it it, it keeps it keeps me um from being so uh i don't know like anxious and stuff like that so i go there as often as i can to reel me back in that's great that's great for some reason you look at the ocean and you feel really freaking small and you're like (laughs) i am nothing you know (laughs) this water can come engulf me right now and it could be just done but nothing um, that equates to that kind of power right exactly exactly Exactly. Um, so, yeah, how was your week in baseball and uh, through through the standings? Did you make any moves in any of your league? Do you uh, up or down? How's it going? Yeah, I think generally it's going well. I mean, the league that I'm in with you is what I've told you is one of my worst leagues. And then 
I got we got the news today that Tyler Glass now could be gone for the season. He was my uh, early third round pick in that mm-hmm. league, and uh, that's part of the reason why my pitching was pre- doing pretty well. So I, I'm not too hopeful of that situation. But uh, some of the other leagues are are really doing well. Uh, I'm I'm in two other mains with my partner James Anderson. And we're really uh, in contention, I would say. And then some of the auction leagues uh, and even the onlines, I'm certainly making a run at it. So um, I'm pretty pleased overall. I, you know, the worst thing, Rob, is is to get the um, the injuries all spread out through all of your teams. Mm-hmm. And and right now they've been more concentrated on like two or three teams, which is actually good. You know, you don't want every team to be knocked out by losing top guys. You want to get a few that really sort of skate through. So, um, so anyway, I'm 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 pleased with how how it's going. How how about with you? I'm good. You know, um, I I I made some movement in the middle of the week in our league, and then I dropped back down toward the end of the week. Um, but you know, just. Um, I had to slowly chip my way back in some pitching points and I feel like I'm getting there. Um, in my other main event, my second main event, um, I finally, I, I, I didn't make your article because I landed it. Well, I was tied for third um, going into Sunday and I was like, yes, I'm going to have a shot at Todd's article. Um, but uh, I actually slid into third now. Um, and, you know, it's good. It's my highest point total of the season in the main my highest overall rank at 60 Good. and uh Good. up to 110 points but uh you know i'm in the league with paul sporer um brent grooms um they're one and two and they're 13th and 19th overall so Good. uh yeah it's um tough league but um Again, chip chip my way up there, so it feels good. It feels good making moves um, in the standings. Um, hopefully, just keep the momentum up, keep the grind up. You know, yep. um, still a ton of work to do. Um, good. Um, happened to be in fourth in TGFBI, so feel good about that. And still Great. in the top ten in the RotoWire Online Championship overall. So, um, you know, just gonna keep grinding uh i feel good to be in that position and that i don't have to climb up but uh it's also like we said the ocean is large and uh (laughs) there's still a lot of work to do but um you know yeah just gonna try to keep identifying all the things that i've been doing you know in those leagues and uh you know try to keep the storm going and it's just an interesting time in fab you know um especially now, you know, uh, like you mentioned, injuries from possible, uh, you know, pitchers, uh, you know, not being able to use what they've been using in the past or, and it's just so confusing. It's just, uh, man, it's like some guys, you know, uh, are using rosin and sunscreen. And um, yeah. so, so that was technically illegal, but allowed, right? You know, I don't know. It's yeah. just, there's so many, there's just, just like with the steroids, there's so much gray, right? There's right. so much gray that we can't differentiate, you yeah. know, what's happening. Um, and, you know, uh, I think a lot of people will think that Tyler Glass now is making an excuse. Um, I think it's uh, definitely worth 
thinking about, um, like I just tweeted out, like, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people are so quick to um, throw out hypothesis and, and, and quick to, um, you know, uh, say, you know, call bullshit on a player and say they're making excuses or say right. that they're, uh, you know, I remember when Tatis was coming back and everyone said he was going to ruin his career and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do you know how he feels? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, so I think to say there's no chance that Glass now got hurt because he couldn't use something is, 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 you know, just not really being aware of the situation and how the human body works and no. that way you're going to compensate for other things and other parts of your body. And it could be a reason why Shane Bieber got hurt too, right? He could have been overcompensating with his arm and hurt his shoulder. Who knows? But, um, no, yeah. I mean, I look, they were letting him do this stuff for generations. They were, nobody was stopping it. Major League Baseball knew there was a problem. And the fact that they're doing this in the middle of the season, I don't think is a good look. That's you the know? thing, Todd. It's the middle of the season. And it's like before the season, they they told the, you know, the, the pitcher that they weren't going to enforce anything so drastic or, or right. you know, right. and they, they basically gave them the go ahead to keep pitching as you were, right? And they just yeah. think that it's so convenient that it's, you know, the the bargaining agreement is up right and they're going to be in labor talks it's a, it's just a common theme it's a real big bag of shit move by the owners and the fucking commissioner and i'm sick of it it's just so yeah. it's so i don't know i'm just uh it's really it's really disgusting like the way they handle baseball <laughs> it's just you know yeah, uh, then they you know like they own rawlings and they make the ball and they're switching it and they're doing this and it's just yeah, they're changing everything around i mean you know i think that they gotta they gotta protect their assets of the pitchers and the hitters in the game 100 you know? they can't just you know say we're changing everything all the time i mean it's great to think about these things but not in the middle of June to say no, right, right, change the approach, it's, right? Did anyway. you? I I learned something, uh, pretty, pretty cool when I was uh just reading some articles on you know, doctoring balls and the history of it, you know, by from Amino Saris and a whole bunch of other people just doing you know, just writing great articles just to inform people, um, yeah. uh, about you know, the history of of substance on balls. And did you know that? Um, why the spitball was first uh, um, not allowed in baseball? No, I do not. So it was from the f from the influenza flu, ah. and so they told the pitchers that they weren't allowed to lick the ball and right, and, right. and put their stuff on the ball because of transferring um, uh -huh, uh -huh. the the virus to other people uh -huh. and that uh, i thought that was like hey i just learned something you know so <laughs> it, it, it was pretty interesting just a random note that was thrown out here and um sure. yeah but um yeah so fab is getting a little interesting um as you've noted in your article and you can see in the yeah. numbers and the 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 drastic change in the amount being bid for the players and um so um what 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 was your um who are your target this week? I'm going to change it a little up this week and ask you, who sure. who did you target this week in Fab, Todd? Um, I was kind of going for, um, uh, let's see, uh, I tried for Daniel Vogelbach. I didn't get him all that much. I got three shares of Luis Arias, mm -hmm. um, and I got one share of Jake Fraley. But my main goal, Rob, was in most leagues, I really couldn't spend that much, didn't want to spend that much because I had spent 
in various places and I was trying to bring down my average spending. So I couldn't really go 50 or 100 bucks on guys and really try to get somebody. So I tried to have a long priority list and get a reasonable player when I needed them that wasn't uh, expensive. So that was my main goal. I got Sam Long in one or two leagues, two leagues, I think. Um, so it was kind of a smorgasbord. It wasn't one guy. It was just, you know, going straight after in every league. What did you get long for in your league that you got him? Uh, 26. Oh, not too bad. No, it was uh, that was uh, not a main. That was, I think, an auction league. Um, okay. Okay. So, uh, but still, it was, you know, it's a 15-team league. So, yeah, so that was good. But, you know, there were other cases where I wanted other guys more. And I just, you know, had to go further down my priority list. And I think you have to be okay with that because you cannot just say I'm going to be the number one bid in every situation. Right, right. Um, you mentioned your auction leagues. I know you're in a couple of high stakes auction leagues. I, you know, was there drafting against you in, oh, right. in, yeah. in Phil's stead? Um, yes, and that, yes. that's, that's some league with, with um, with, uh, Phil, uh, yourself and, uh, Jason DuPont, um, cue the duck boat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, that's some, that's some race right that's there. Some good, some good players in that league. I, three. Yeah. You guys are three, three of the top five in the overall, right? And just in in that yeah. league, fascinating. Yeah, now that's now that's uh, only eighty teams, I think, in the auction championship. So mm-hmm. it's not like six hundred forty-five in the main. But yes, I mean, we're we're we're, uh, we're definitely doing well so far in that league. And uh, and Phil, I uh, Phil Desault, who you drafted, helped draft. He's uh, he's pretty close too. Yeah, he's right. I know uh, because uh, you know I, I I have these uh, access to the team because he put me as the you know, part owner. Um, oh right, right. Um, you know I'm able to see the uh, standings and check out the the happenings in the league. Um, and it's also interesting to see the differences in um, like the main event and and the auction prices for the bidding in the leagues. Um, and how sometimes it's just uh, you know really different than what you'll see in the main. Yeah. Even like just in terms of being super aggressive um, on on certain spots, I feel like uh, you could see the noticeable difference. But um, it it's still uh, there's still um, very sharp moves for sure. Yep, some good players. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of Sam Long, let's let's hit up Sam Long. He uh, was picked up in, in every single league, right? Yep, um, all leagues. He, he's uh, pitching tonight, I believe, and yep. he's, I think, going to be a follower, which is actually good if that's true, because I don't think he's really stretched out so that he can give you more than 70 or 80 pitches. Right. But he right. did show some good signs in his uh, last outing, and I think people are desperate for pitching, like like me in a couple leagues, and he's a, he's a good guy to take a shot on, I believe. Right, yeah, uh, I think he he had an average winning bid of forty nine, almost fifty bucks, and an average backup bid of twenty five bucks. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in his one appearance, he was pretty, he was pretty solid. Um, showed showed some good strikeout stuff, and um, I think his stuff, his stuff plus 
as Eno Savage said, he was pretty good on his curveball. Yeah. But um, he warned that uh, it's it, 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 the curveball doesn't move much left to right. So it might, um, you know, it's something that we're going to have to keep monitoring going forward. But, yeah, I agree with you with the following stuff. You know, he might be in line for better wins that way. And it's a good team. And I think they're going to get creative in how they use him. Um, you know, we might see him do a couple of different roles, right? He could just be a Swiss yeah. army knife, uh, especially um, with their bullpen, you know, being like pretty taxed so far uh, in terms of workload. So maybe he pops in there for a couple of, um, you know, possible right. save options to close the game. Then um, I'm interested to see what they do with, um, you know, Aaron Sanchez when he comes back as well, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. is he going to go into the bullpen you think, or is he going to pop back into the rotation because Webb looks like he's going to get back in there soon and yeah. Webb was doing really good. So I doubt they'll shift him into the bullpen, even though they, they did try to do that at one point of the year. Um, yeah, um, I mean, look, San Francisco is right now, I think they have the best record in baseball, don't they? I mean, they're close if they're not actually there. Uh, so they've been doing a lot of things correctly. And if you have an asset, a pitching asset in San Francisco right now, I think it's something to hang on to. They're playing well and they're doing something right with both their pitching and their hitting. Right, right. And um, the thing with Long, too, is, was, was actually um, kind of surprising is seeing um, his projection for, for Steamer. They had a pretty, um, pretty, pretty generous 3.53 ERA for him. For the rest of the season, mm-hmm. um, and the bat was at three seven six. So, and sometimes those catch my eye because a lot of the rookies or, or, or younger pitchers don't really have that nice of a of a projected line. So sometimes that you know right. it helps to look at uh, at least if you're trying to determine what you know what the projection systems are calling for for a specific player. Um, yep, I, I saw that three five three kind of caught my eye. Um, I didn't try for him in in any leagues. Um, I didn't even put on a spade. Like uh, it, I felt like I wasn't gonna get him in in any league. I tried, and where most of my leagues, except for the league I'm in with you, um, pitching has been my strong point. So um, I think, yeah, like okay. you mentioned earlier, it's just time to be really frugal. And yep, I, I was real, yeah, I was real conscious of that. I, I spent. Um, you know, like 14 bucks in one league and, and, and uh, I forgot how much in the other league, but it wasn't a lot. And um, just really, uh, you know, trying to be conscious of that, like you mentioned. And I know that I have uh, 316 left in, in, in our main and in my other main, I have 644 left, which is the most in my league. So um, I'm kind of happy about that, you know, that I can maybe yeah. use that down the line, especially to move up and, and, in categories that uh, I might need, you know, to stream power or stream saves or whatever it need be. I'm um, hoping I can play that game a little bit more than others, you know? Yep, I agree. I agree. Right. Um, let's see. Who are, we mentioned Mr. Vogelbach. Uh, I was yeah. pretty – I got him in two leagues last week, so I was pretty – just Great. pretty happy. Yeah, I kind of – it was one of those um, – it was one of those times where – um, I really took the extra time to look forward a little couple uh, longer than the week ahead of us or so trying to look down a couple of weeks. And I saw he had a, um, two, two possible weeks where I could play him. So um, I, was, I was pretty happy that um, he, uh, well, you know, I had Shaw too on one team. So I wasn't happy he, he went out with an injury, but 
it allowed Vogelbach to definitely stay in there locked into playing time. That solidifies his role. I mean, he's going to play a lot. Right. He definitely will. And, um, you know, he, you just got to catch that right streak with him and, you know, going to Colorado and playing at Cincy. He definitely had some games where, um, you know, he, he hasn't sat since uh, June 6th, which was against a lefty, but um, you got to think maybe he might even get some cracks right now going forward playing against some lefties, but Wong, I think Wong and Kane are, they're on their way back. Right. So um, we'll see how that lineup shakes out. But uh, the Brewers are, are a team like, um, I know Adama gave him a little bit of a lift, but they're missing something, right? Yeah, they don't. Their hitting has really been poor, Rob. Uh, right. Pitching has been solid, and they have a really good record. But you know, I think they got to get some more hitting that's reliable. You know, right. Colton Wong's been out of the lineup a couple times. Yelich has been inconsistent, and uh, they just you know they're scoring. I don't know. It was pretty low numbers. Over the court. In fact, you could go down to my article. I I show the um, the leading RBI uh, producers, and where did the um, w- let's see where the Brewers came out. The Brewers were ranked in terms of RBIs as of a few days ago, twenty second out of thirty teams. Wow. So that's not good. Yeah. Um, and I think we all thought that Milwaukee would have a better offense than that. Yeah, I definitely think so. They're 26 in the league with an 86 WRC plus and striking out 27% of the time. And in the last since May 28th, it's 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 been even worse. They're striking out and uh and getting on base to walk. So they they clearly have some work to do. And I feel like it's uh you know it sucks because their pitching is is just sharp right now. Yeah, and, I mean they have uh, Woodruff, Burns, and Hauser's even looked good lately. So they have a lot of good solid options. Freddie Peralta's pitched very well. Right, um, right. And they got guys in, in the minors that are ready to come up. I know they have a, a big prospect, Andy Ashby, who was a starter, but they actually moved into the pen. Um, and they said that he's going to work kind of like a fireman role and hybrid role and a yep, bulk yep. role. So um, it just, you know, it would have been good if they would have picked up some earlier season wins because, you know, the – I'm I'm wondering about how they threw out that adding a hundred innings right to everyone's um, previous <laughs> workload. Like, you know, if you're in the thick of it, you're not really going to hold yourself to that, are they? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, yeah. look, that's what's keeping them afloat, and they are first in their division, I believe. So yeah, let's see what they do. But it is a risky play to have Burns and Peralta throwing lots of innings. You know, I they, they've never really been there before. I don't know. I hope it works out generally because I like to see those guys pitch, but I'm a little concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to move on to Kobe Allard of the Texas Rangers. Um, mm-hmm. He was scooped up in 25 leagues. Uh, no, nothing crazy. Highest bit of 37. Um, what do you think of Kobe Allard? Do you think he has a chance, you know, big, big time prospect pedigree? Um, yeah. I think Baseball HQ, like uh, he was one of their highest rated pitches they ever had in the farm. Um, and, you know, a lot was expected of him. Seems like, you know, he he found he found a little niche in the bullpen and right. kind of kind of worked his way up into getting a shot into the rotation. And um, I'm kind of glad he is getting a shot, you know, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's uh uh, I think it's, you know, it's been a while since he, he had a, a slow, you know, like a steady run of, 
of start to, to show what he could do. And um, I know he's worked a lot out of the bullpen, but I like what I've seen from him all year. He's got a 290 RA, he's 3 fourths the era. Um, K to BB is 20%. Um, very solid. Uh, yeah. His swinging strike rate is up. Um, so what do you think of Kobe Allard? I know it's a terrible team and <laughs> and the context isn't so great there, but um, I think he can give you a little punch down the, yeah, down the stretch. I think he's worth a gamble for sure. Right. Uh, there, there, there is a path. We've seen guys come out of the bullpen with a sort of a better approach, and maybe he's one of those guys. I was so uh, down on him from uh, 2019, I think it was, when – I thought he did have potential and I got burned a few times that I didn't really include him, but that might've been a mistake. He seems to be really showing some better signs and statistics. So I kind of, I kind of like the play and the pickup and people didn't spend that much money to get him either. Yep. Yep. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. He, he was a pretty, pretty decent um, scoop. And uh, yeah, I think in this pitching his pitching environment, um, you know, some guys, uh, they need a little run for, for some stats. And, uh, I, I think Allen's going to be pretty sneaky the rest of the way. I think he, I think he's going to uh-huh. find a little bit of a groove here. Um, uh-huh. yeah, I like that scoop a lot. Um, let's keep it on the pitching. What are your thoughts on Patrick Sandoval? Patrick Sandoval. Well, that's the guy I did target quite a bit. I, I did, uh, pick him up in like four leagues. And I was sort of high on him, especially he has it started Detroit this week, mm-hmm. which is always a nice thing generally. And he's looked pretty good. He, he, his best pitch is a slider. Um, his, his fastball is good, but not great perhaps. But I think he has potential. I think he, he, he's getting strikeouts. He, it's not like he uh, is just a control guy. And uh, I think he's got the ability to give you some good innings. I'm not, Sure, you want to throw him against the top offenses in the league, but I do think he's worth having on uh, even a fifteen-team roster. Right, but yeah, I, I, uh, I like what we see from Sandoval. I think the one thing that was holding me back uh, the whole season um, was just the potential to not get a double start while they were running out six-man yeah. rotations. But well, um, even now he's not assured of anything. Uh, right, you could pull him out of the rotation. He was sort of a long man. And, and uh, I got him in fact, in one or two leagues, Rob, where he was really wasn't even in the rotation at that point. I just thought he was a good arm that might get a shot. So that's kind of the thing to look for when there's an obvious sixth guy uh, that would definitely be the next man up in a rotation. It's sometimes not a bad guy to have on your bench. Um, if you can figure that out and if you like the talent. Right. Totally agree with you there. I, lo- I love the zone contact um, sitting at 75%, uh, which is really super. Um, and the CSW at 31 and a half. So, um, it, it, yeah, I think I think that, you know, he definitely shown um, some, some good call strike improvement. And uh, I think that he, try- you know, finally found the knack to, uh, of pitching in the major. So um, I just, uh, what are the angels doing, Todd? Let's uh, talk <laughs> about the angels. They, I mean, I don't know. Is, is Mike Trout ever going to get back to the playoffs? I don't know. I, I feel bad for him. He's, he's just a, sort of a wasted talent, but I, I think they're always just barely good enough to be okay. 
<laughs> just barely good enough to be okay. That's what you, they, they'd be that's better a, off like <laughs> bottoming out and just being awful for a couple of years. But instead, they're, you know, like two games under 500 or something like that. And they have a little pitching, but not very much. And they have just a couple of old guys that do okay. You know, they just, you know, they really need a, a total reanalysis. I mean, Otani's been fantastic. He's been the reason, as an aside, that many of the top teams in the main event are up where they are. Mm-hmm. But, um, but a lot of the other players on the roster really aren't doing all that well. Miss him. Is he the best player in baseball? Otani? Otani? Well, if you say, well, nobody else is pitching and hitting, I'll go, go there. But is he the best? Oh, so you're in- saying most skilled. Would you say most skilled player? Most skilled, yes, I would. If but not the best. They're not the best fantasy assets. No, just just in baseball. Baseball, oh, most skilled. Well, I don't think I would. You take, already said most skilled, but is he the best? Yeah, player? most skilled, but I wouldn't take him number one. Okay. Uh, even if I was like we were re- redrafting the whole major major league, leagues, even without fantasy consideration, just yeah. If you were starting you know, a real team, I would not take him number one. I would who take, would you take? Who would I take? I, I would like to build around Ronald Acuna myself. Uh, yeah. I just think the kid is just fantastic. You know, he can do it all. And I just think he has, the sky's the limit. That's me personally. Um, there's a lot of guys that would be close, but he, I think, is the best mix of youth and power and uh, defense. And so that's the guy I'd go with. I like it. I like who would, it. Who would you go with? Who would I go with? That's a great question. Um I I I think I think I would probably lean Tatis. Tatis, really, even with his injury history and yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, Acuna has been hurt a lot too, you know. Yeah, but not not quite as seriously as. Uh, what's yeah, but what's so serious about Tatis? He's ripping the ball. <laughs> he's not hurt. No, no, no. He's <laughs> talented without question. I mean, the, the guy's great. You still think he's hurt though? I mean, he's dominating. No, he's baseball. not hurt now. No, he's oh. not hurt now. I just think just in general. In general, I think he's more likely to get hurt. Right, I mean, right. Like, you know, it's like we're splitting hairs, but I think I'll probably just take the Grom and just shut everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can't be hit. I wouldn't take a pitcher though in in, in that hypothetical situation. Right, right. Starting a franchise, pitchers, you know. You never know how long they're going to be around. He right. could be around eight, nine years, of course. But right, very true, very true. This is not a fantasy discussion. You wouldn't take Jason Dominguez, Todd, Yankee fan. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, so about the Yankees. I don't want to talk about the Yankees right now. I'm sorry, but the Yankees stink, Todd. They do right now. They have no heart. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just I watch that team, and it's just. Where's the fire? Well, it's not that. It's not that, really, because I watch them very frequently, Rob. They, but where's the – who's the got roster, fire on the team? The roster is not balanced properly. Right, right. They have a lot of sluggers. They have a lot of right-handed hitters. They don't have a lot of flexible guys. They don't – you know, they need more DJ LeMayhews, guy like that. One guy is not enough. And uh, they have a poor defense and poor base running. And the pitching is pretty good, but it's not enough to carry them. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's the roster is not constructed well. 
And I think they should retool it. They should really, I mean, the Stanton move was, I don't want to go to, too far down this rabbit hole, but that was what really <laughs> put them behind the eight ball. You know, there was so many years to take Stanton, even though they got this huge discount from the Marlins. And, uh, and he really wasn't what they needed. It's not like he has no talent and he's, he's the worst player, of course, but what? they needed something else. If I'm not mistaken, Todd, didn't they go for Otani and then that next move was they traded for Stanton? When, was that the same time? It might have been. I, I have to look that up later. because Memory is hazy on that. but It is kind of hazy on that, but I I forgot when um, when Otani came into the league. Might have but... been, it might have been around at that time. But yeah, you yeah. Know, the thing is, I, I hate to make moves that hamstring you for so many years regardless of whether it looks great on paper. And even that didn't look that great on paper right away. Right, um, right. So, you know, the, the Stan, he blocks up their DH spot, which really hurts their flexibility. He does get hurt, injured a lot. And he's another similar guy to what they have a lot of already. So they really, really made a mistake there. It's easy to say in hindsight, but I would have said it relatively early on, I wouldn't have, have sort of uh, supported it. One more Yankee question. How long does Todd Frazier get this leash? How long is this Todd, uh, is uh, Clint Frazier's leash? Oh, Clint Frazier. Uh, Clint Frazier, uh, I don't know, they've given him every chance. Uh, you know, he, he, he previous years he was jerked around and they play him for five days and then pull him to the bench. But this year he got a good long stint and he's just not there. He's just He's kind of lost. So yeah. uh, I think he has, he's not playing really right now. So if you say the leash has run out, it's already kind of run out. They're, Good. Playing, they're playing Andujar uh, ahead of him. He's the left fielder now. And uh, they may go out and trade for another outfielder. Who knows? But I don't think uh, he's about to get playing time back. You got to go here like Brian Reynolds. You know, he could really use Brian Reynolds as a good fit because he hits the all fields. Right. He's a good, solid baseball player. They need more guys like that. Maybe they're not stars, but they um, they they know what they're doing. Uh, they uh, within the game of baseball, they're instinctive players. That's what they need. They need right. more guys like that and less guys that are just, hey, I can hit the ball two miles. And that's what um, you know, like watching the Mets this year is something that. I really see, like you see the PRs, you see the VRs, um, right. Peraza. Right. Uh, these guys are baseball players and they're versatile. They could play every yeah. spot. They could put the bat on the ball. Um, yeah. it, it it reminds me a lot about like of the old Yankee teams that yeah. had these guys that came off the bench or or, or plugged right. in for injuries, and they were just tremendous baseball players, and yeah. they. They kept rallies going. They got big hits. They did little things. And, exactly. Um, you need the core of stars, which is what yeah. the Yankee teams had. And then you need these other guys to cycle in around them. And right now, the core of stars is all the same type of player. And they, the guys they're cycling in around them are even not as good. Right. So, so that's the basic problem. And uh, it's not fun to watch as a Yankee fan. Um, but the good thing is, of course, they have the resources to change course. And I hope they do at least by the end of the season. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's get back into the player talk. You mentioned yeah. Luis Arias. Um, this is, this is one I fell asleep on Todd. I'm not going to lie. Really? really? Yeah, it's I not- did. I did. I fell asleep. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know how um, he, I mean, he got off of my watch list because I'm pretty sure, because uh-huh. I dropped him. Uh, I know that. I thought he was going to be out a little longer. And I love the Raya's. And I was, uh, I fell asleep right, on, right. I fell asleep on when he was coming back. And uh, yeah, yeah I, because, actually, I, now that you mention it, I got him in our, our main league, which usually you would beat me on a guy like this. He was yeah. really your guy. Yep. Yep. And uh, I'm not yeah, happy I, about I that. I like his versatility and his hit tool, and he plays yep. a lot of positions. And I needed help in the hitting column. So, yeah, that's – I think he's valuable. And if people see him on their wire for next week, uh, he might have not have done much this week. They might be able to get him still. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would think the same thing. Um, the one thing I would I would like uh, – I guess a little caution on is, is, is just – what they're going to really do with the young kids, you know, Kirilov and Larnak, are they going to keep them up? Are they, does Arias play time, take a hit? My thing is like, put, put, put someone at first base and get Sano out of there. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's, no, they, yeah. He's, he's been he's terrible. terrible. And, uh, I don't know if they're going to still stick with Nick Gordon. He's been bad, but then lately he actually started producing a little. So I don't know how they're going to play it, to be honest. And, right. Arias right. is more the fill-in guy, but he usually gets enough at bats to warrant playing. Um, but I'm I'm sort of waiting and seeing. He was activated, but I've not. Uh, he's on the bench in the leagues where I got him. Right. Yeah. So Arias is leading off tonight in his first game back at second. Um, okay. which Gordon is, infi- play- is Gordon playing or no? Gordon is playing center. Center field. Really? Yeah. Um, and you have Kurloff and right and Larnack and left and Larnack's batting third. You know, they led him off one game. Just uh it's interesting. And it's just a team that just really hasn't been clicking offensively that we totally expected right, to. Right. Well, they, you know, and also especially part- looking at your article. Um, that was one of the teams that caught my eye when you were mentioning the RBIs. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah. it, it 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 was just um, I think it was a no at 30 and Cruz at 29, you know, it was just yeah, really, yeah. really uh, low. Um, and really just, low down. Yeah. Now yeah. Uh, also Buxton is about a week away, I think. And Buxton too. Right. Kepler should be coming back around that time. So then the outfield is going to be full. And then does Gordon go back to the infield? I, I don't know what they're going to do, honestly. So yeah. Ar- Arias is not 100% solid for playing time. But again, I think they'd rather play him generally than Nick Gordon. Yes, me too. But let's see what happens. I don't think he's he's lead pipe cinch to be in the lineup every day. Right, right, absolutely. Um, how about Jake Fraley? Did you get in on any Jake Fraley this week or either last week? Uh, well, last week I got him once uh, with James Anderson and I did target him in one league. We got one in an outfielder. Um, and then I think I picked him up on one online this current week, but, uh, yeah, he's been going crazy. He's been much better than Taylor Trammell, even though, uh, it looked like Trammell was going to be the better asset. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's, he's quite this good as he's playing, but he's hot and, uh, certainly de- deserves a pickup. Yeah, definitely. He's shown the ability to to swipe some bags too. Um, no, it's not the fastest of guys. Uh, he yeah. definitely has a, an ability to steal some bags. And yeah, I think it's just one of those things that you got to ride it. And, and and if you need a little uh, offensive infusion, you know, ride it until it's just like really perplexing, like that they just went out and signed Bowers. Like 
Um, you know, just give Kamel the run, you know, and if he if he's not good enough, then you know, send him back down or work. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. it's just such a really surprising sign, <laughs> like in the middle of just a just a, a bad team trying to get worse. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I think they, they figure Kelnick will be ready in another few weeks to come back, you know. So that may be part of their thinking, but yeah, I, I don't think. 2021 is the highest priority for the Mariners right now. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, did you add any closer specs this week, Todd? Uh, let's see. Let me remember. I think, I think I, I got a couple of. Let's see. There was there was one or two guys I can look it up for you. Yeah, I was. I, I it's just one of those weeks that like every you know, um, I I dub I dubbed the new phrase called chasing waste. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's 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 when it's when you're constantly picking up speculative closes and then just dropping them the next week after yeah, you don't wanna, one as week. As long as of, you're not spending a lot of money, it's fine. But you don't want to spend lots of money on it's that. It's still wasting it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I did looking it up. I did get Archie Bradley in a couple leagues because I thought Neris didn't look that good. Okay. And I also picked up uh, Zach Britton uh, because Chapman's velocity was off. But those those are all highly speculative plays. I don't recommend anybody necessarily follow that logic. Uh, they're just sort of uh, lottery tickets that may turn out to be nothing. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think like some of the better pickups that I saw this weekend, guys that I was targeting was like along the lines of like Jose Iglesias or Miguel Rojas, just, you know, um, big tool, uh, you know, bats um, yep. for average and just guys who play every day and just produce, you know. Um, so I, I got them in a couple of spots and um, I saw Sixto Sanchez was scooped up. Yep. Uh, in in some leagues he went for as high as 58 um and as low as eight bucks um what do you think how many innings do you think he throws this year six though i'm not optimistic i drafted him in two leagues i I really think they're going to take it really slow with him when did you drop him sorry did you drop him or do you still have i dropped him in both one was easier because it was an online league and of course 12 teamers you right. really you can't hold guys like that. The 15 teamer, I did hold them for longer, maybe two or two weeks, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, probably. And uh, he had a little setback and I just said that I can't keep doing this. Um, right. I think he's really talented. I would say he's not going to be pitching in the majors. My guess would be early August. So that's gives him seven weeks to pitch. That's not a lot of innings. I, right. I don't know even if he probably would be start out pitching four or five innings. So you can do the math. I, I don't think it's such a great asset that you need to hold it for another two months. Right. Right. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I, I, I think if you're um, there's gotta be like an ideal situation for you to take them on, you know, like having a good team, good, good understandings with, with right. enough pitching depth to where you don't need to, you know, stream a pitcher every now and then that way you can say, right. all right, you know, I could stash this guy. To, um, and I think me and Jenny Butler picked him up in our tag team league. 
Um, okay. Just just as a you know, because our pitching not doing so well, and um, but you can hold we, you can hold them for a couple of weeks and see yeah, if see what happens. Again, it was nothing crazy. It was three bucks, you know. It was just great. and then yeah. maybe you'll have to drop them, but it won't be any big loss. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so no, the crazy hundred dollar bids have gone down. Um, we've yeah. seen that there were only ten successful bids. Right. a hundred bucks this week. Um, yeah. The wow bit of the week came in as Mr. Dylan Bundy for you, right? Yes. 185. Yes, Dylan Bundy. And it was uh, two identical bids by the same fantasy owner in the main. And he got Dylan Bundy in the two leagues where he was available and uh, spent a lot of money to get him. But he didn't, Bundy did not look good in his start. I guess it was last night. Right. I'm not I'm not optimistic. I don't know exactly what the trouble is with Bundy, but he certainly doesn't look like the same pitcher right now. Um, so I don't really support that move. But anyway, yeah, that was the highest. I guess the notable thing is that just how much the fab spending has come down. Right, right. That's definitely and notable. People are realizing there's, there's a lot of season left. And you can see in that chart, uh, the 12th fab period, it was only $15 average bid and $28 average spending. And uh, so the average main event team has spent $648, leaving them with 352. Wow. Uh, and there's still 15 periods left. So that means that it's about 23 bucks per period, which means if you make a $120 buy, you're kind of done uh, for the week unless you're exceeding uh, the average that you have left. So right. anyway, it's a, it's a balancing act and, you know, it's, it's hard to hold back, especially if you need a pitcher or a certain type of hitter. But yeah. It's really the, it was the third lowest number of winning bids um, on the season, right? With uh, yes. 1173 yes. down. Uh, and the bids you're right. are lower in terms of how many players are being won, even at this lower rate. Right, right. Yeah, 123 less than last week. So it's a pretty pretty big drop. Um, I could say it's totally, definitely um, reason for, you know, people having less money. And like you said, you got to be a little, little bit more frugal with how you're going to spend your money uh, right. going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, I have – 316 and 644 left in the tail of two different leagues. That's and not that's too bad. I think there's lots of teams with less than that. So, and that's, know. that's probably that, that's one Manoa bid from being uh, above 500 for both. <laughs> well, I did get Manoa in a couple of uh, mains, not the one with, uh, with you, but, and, and that certainly put a crimp in the amount I have left. So, yeah, you can either spend it in little dribs and drabs, or you can try to get the one big buy and, you know, who knows how that's going to turn out. Right. Absolutely. Any drops this week that really caught your eye as to uh, something that maybe you wouldn't have done? Uh, yeah, there were a few. If you look look at the list, I mean, there's some guys that people people picked up like one week earlier, I'm, I'm fairly sure. Guys like, uh, uh, let's see, Fire Ryzen. Um, you know, there were players like... Uh, Michael Fulmer, he keeps getting dropped, and he just was activated, actually. Um, then there's Jake McGee was dropped in one league, Carson Kelly. There's some 
drops it, I just don't know how, how I can uh, explain them. Uh, Nick Gordon, who was picked up in 19 leagues, was also dropped in five. Yeah, so, very interesting swing. So, so I don't know who's right on that, the adders or the droppers. but um, So, yeah, there's, there's always a lot of movement, and I would urge everybody that's in the main to check the uh, drops that they had last week and make sure that they note the guys like you do uh, on their watch list if there was somebody unusual being dropped. Yeah, I do it right right when I look at the fab results. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at every single bid, and if someone catches my eye, I throw them right into the watch list right then, right, right then and there. Um, yeah, then you but, can decide later whether to bid. But right, really, right. Uh, you don't want to forget about them. I was responsible for two of the fire Asian, um twelve drops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I dropped them in both mains. I just thought I don't know. I just I picked them up because. Uh, you know, I was excited he might get some opportunities. He did, but then I saw the writing on the wall. He just started walking everyone. He had a couple of two inning outings, and I'm like, all right, this is, I can't keep playing this game. You know, you don't like the Tampa Bay closer carousel? I can't believe that. I mean, I love it, honestly. Like next year, I think I just may like bid on a couple of team bullpens, like <laughs> just get like, you know, those three Ray guys and. Uh, another committee team and, and just stick them in there. And uh, at the end of the year, I mean, you got to have about 50, right? <laughs> <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> you have to use all nine roster spots. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, listen, there's, uh, I know a couple of people tried the uh, heavy, heavy um, relief pitching strategy. I'd love to see their innings limits right now. It might be something I check later. Uh, but let's um, – <laughs> let's let's give a look into before we talk about your RBI category yeah. um, dive. I wanted to talk. Uh, I wanted you to talk about the you know your updates from the players that were picked up three weeks ago and how yeah, it's yeah, going. Three weeks ago, we were keeping track of how many players out of the top four each week, and the top four is defined as the the, the guys with the widest pickups. So, like somebody like Sam Long this week, we'd be looking at later. So anyway, the four from three weeks ago that we're looking at are Danny Santana, who's produced at an 079 batting average. Not good. Uh, Taylor Walls, who's been moderately successful. He's batting 231 with three steals and a homer. So he, he sort of edged his way into the middle column. He is playing regularly. And then the other two were uh, sort of misses. G-Man Choi. He got hurt. He didn't play much. He batted 190, no homers. And then there's Randy Dobnak, who just was a total flame out, 18.1 <laughs> innings pitched, 11.29 ERA. I mean, that just didn't work, you know. Uh, so I can't, I, I can't really uh, uh, cast aspersions. I picked up really bad guys myself, of course, but uh, that was. So, so tallying it all up, we've had seven good ads out of 28 that we've analyzed. And uh, this, I listed the seven just because I was interested. And some of the seven remarkably have sort of run their course even after we gave them a good grade after three weeks. Uh, Cesar Valdez, your favorite uh, guy. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> your mean Mercedes, uh, he's sort of hanging in there, but he certainly has tailed off. Uh, Lou Trevino's held his ground, so he's a good pickup still. Oscar Yanoa, he lost his battle with the dugout wall. 
and then we have Alex Wood, who's been still still good. So there's another one that's held value. Uh, James Caprillion and Hansel Robles are fairly recent, but um, you know even those seven are not like home runs. I don't think anyone would say maybe maybe Lou Trevino and Alex Wood you could argue it, but um, and those are the seven good ones. So right. you can see that it's sort of a, a difficult game we're playing to try to hit on these guys. And these are the main event owners, the, the players that, that they have picked up in the most leagues. And these are really top main event, smart guy, uh, smart guys that are, you know, know what they're doing. So uh, it sort of gives you a little uh, food for thought. I don't know what happened at Dobnak. Dobnak, yeah, that was, uh, I don't think he's that bad, honestly, but. I, I don't think so either. I mean, and, and, and a lot of the stuff under the hood hasn't really changed too much. Uh, a couple of things here and there, but nothing to really, uh, you know, I know it's, it's at a 6-2 FIP and a 4-3-3 X FIP, but the 8-3-8 ERA. They let them take a couple of beatings, as I recall. Uh, you know, they, they Yeah, absolutely. They they, they <laughs> Because it's just like, hey, you're not putting stress they, on the arm. You throw 40. Stay out there on the mound. I know you're getting hit, but stay out there. We need a couple innings. And, of course, he was getting smashed all over the yard. Man, that must not be a good feeling. Like, when no, you're out there as a pitcher and you're like, man, these guys don't even want to take me out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, you know, what do you do? I'm sure I'm sure he was looking for uh, them to put in Astudio uh, instead. Did you see uh, Marwin Gonzalez uh, pitching the other day? Marwin Gonzalez for the Red Sox. He... Uh, he was throwing the old 49 mile an hour ethos ball, but then he reared back and threw like three 89 mile an hour fastballs. And yeah. the, crowd, the crowd was giving him like an ovation because it was one of the games where the Red Sox were, were, were losing big. Yeah. Of course. And uh, so, but, but it was pretty amazing to see a position player, you know, just throwing heat. I love that. That's phenomenal. <laughs> That's great. You gotta love to see that. Yeah, right. Love to see that. Okay, so this article, you took a little ride down the yeah. the RBI lane. Um, you know, right. you've been you've been discussing the um how to target the five thousand, the eighty percentile um for the season. And so, tell me about uh, what you found with some RBIs this year. Yeah, so RBIs are down. Uh, probably not a surprise to most people. The scoring is down. RBIs are down. And I tried to figure out if there was any other reason for it other than home runs. And it doesn't really look like there is. The situational hitting with uh, runners in scoring position was is about down the same amount as, as hitting when nobody's on base. Mm. And it's really the home runs. I mean, they, they, all, all hits are down, but the home runs are the real impact hits that produce RBIs. And especially my comparison is with 2019. So 2019 was a big, uh, big, happy, fun ball year. And that's why it, it, it is off by comparison. Mm -hmm. So anyway, the, 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 um, the numbers, 2019 full season to be at the target 5,000, which is 77.5% level in the main event, it is, was 1098. That would be your target in 2019. And, uh, that uh, on June 11th of this year, so a few days ago, you should have been at 389 RBIs 
and only that only means that you need 1024 instead of 1098 in this current season. So you, the target is a bit lower. Um, now hitting is coming back a little with all this news about the less sticky stuff use and the batting average is coming up and maybe maybe the target has to be raised a little bit, but I don't think it's going to get to 1098 where it was in 2019. So if you're in the neighborhood of 389 on June 11th and today is the 15th, so that was four days ago, so maybe close to 400 in the main event, you're doing pretty well in RBIs. You're at the target, I would say. Where are you at with RBIs in your main? That's a good question. I'd have to look it up, but I could get you in a second. How about um, for you? Why don't you tell me before you, I answer? I am at 389 for one team. Okay. And in the league I'm in with you, I'm at 431, leading the league. Nice. 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 Yeah. I don't so, know how either. That's kind of <laughs> look at that. <laughs> oh, man. Best, best league, it's 411. Okay. In the main, uh, my middle team is about – is also 416, so that's doing really well. And then this is going to be ugly. The one I'm in with you, this is – I have no hitting. Uh, no hitting, and it's at three, 305. I said Whoa. no hitting, Rob. I need to, I need to make trades in this. Let's go. Let's make a trade. I need no saves. It's a no trade league. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone to um you know the uh onto your onto your team page and under the team stats and just look at the your fantasy year to date stats for that team and then you also see the the stats your bench have accumulated as well. Oh yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yes. Yeah, and sometimes I'm like. God damn, I left a lot of stats on the bench, you know? It seems like a lot sometimes. Um, well, so you know. Sometimes, I mean, you were playing other guys that also produced RBIs. So, well, true, true, right, you know, right. It wasn't like you, you could have played those and just added it onto your total. Right, right. So, yes, I, I, I agree, I know. but it is, it is frustrating. I mean, sometimes it's a close call, and it's the, the, when the Monday, the hitter you bench hits a homer, you know, you always say, like, oh, I should have played that guy. Right. Um, but I just don't like to see like um, uh, a lot of saves, you know. That's the only one I don't want to see. If I like just didn't put in a speculative guy, or you no, know, I only have one yeah, one lost tough. save that's this tough. year, so I'll but take you want that. Them to do, you want them to do well so you can play them later, but you don't want them to like go crazy. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. So and um, interesting list too when you put up the the list of the team leaders yeah. and RBIs. It's, uh, yeah, you I know, I, I feel like, um, I don't know if you ever feel this way, but like sometimes I'm just always evaluating my team and free agents and standings. Right. And then you forget to look at the old leaderboard, you know, like, right. like we're all focused on Woba and, and hard hit rate and yeah. battle rate. Yeah. And then, you know, he's like, oh, have you have you sorted runs or ribbies? Oh, no, not really. <laughs> you know, but right. this 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 chart gave me one of those wow moments. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, you don't have a sense of especially some of these guys are not on your team. So you don't know how many RBIs they're getting. Right. You can see uh, at this moment, this is June 11th. Uh, there was a, there was about uh, what was it, 20 guys or so that were over 40 RBIs at that time. And I tried mm -hmm. to highlight them. Yep. And uh, some of them are guys you'd expect, and some of them are guys 
that were really drafted late and, you know, real finds. And uh, let's see, I listed them down below. Aguiar, yep. Aguiar, Gurriel, who's your boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Mancini, who I drafted quite a bit. Adolis Garcia has been amazing. Yep, uh, undrafted at 44. Uh, right. Randall wow. Grichuk, even though he's been producing, is still went at ADP 309. Um, Brandon Crawford was undrafted. Eduardo Escobar was at ADP 282. Jared Walsh, 254. And Mitch Hanniger was 189. So you could have gotten RBIs later. Of course, you don't have the benefit of knowing who's going to break out. But some of these guys you know, really were available late in the draft. Right. Right. Very interesting. So, uh, I mean, I really, uh, I really love these articles, Todd, because they, you know, they do the work for me, Todd, you're doing all the work (laughs) for me. Now I'm just, (laughs) it's really good dive down to see, um, again, uh, just looking at a couple of the guys that, that stood out like Austin Meadows. Um, actually, I think now he does have 50 ribbies. That's right. You know, that kind of slipped my mind, you know, (laughs) just, uh, you know, I know his his power has been there, but uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't realize he had uh, he was close closing in on fifty. Yeah, he's been good. I did draft him. Uh, Devers has been also good. I mean, he was a third round guy, but you know, he he had another home run tonight, I believe. Yeah, he's a stud. I'm, um, um, in the in in looking to diversify my teams i i sometimes passed him you know because i had a lot of him already and uh-huh. i just i just wish i just filled the board with him <laughs> you know but oh, uh yeah. yeah he's been he's been awesome this year for sure um yeah so let's dive into some overall standings sure. um our boy phil duso is uh is making some noise he he hit he hit uh first place briefly uh but obviously as you mentioned in your in your uh in your article that he has two teams in the top five which is pretty yeah, amazing he's got the fourth and fifth place teams as of sunday or monday morning actually and so he's and he's got other teams that are leading uh his leagues also so right. he, he's right. been fantastic also clark olson who at this point, has, was number one overall in the main event, and he he's yep. got three first place teams and a third place team in the main, and that so and he has five teams. So maybe we should email him and say, "What's wrong with that fifth team?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then Tyler Young, who's been like three first place teams for several weeks now, he's been unbelievable. Then there's Phil, who's top notch. Uh, Chris Fessler, Samuel Horton. There's, you know, just a whole level of guys that are, that have been consistently on this list. You know, Brian Slack, I like to give a hard time to, but he's doing really well. He's got a first, second, and third. Vlad Sedler, Matthew Davis, Matthew yep. Shepard, you know, Stephen Japinka, you know, these guys, Mark Srebo, you know, they, they're top players, even among this group of main event guys that all know what they're doing. Um, and they're still really uh, distancing the crowd. So it's just, I, I think, and let me just say this, Rob, you know, part of the motivation for this article was, you know, it's great to win a main event league. It's great to win the overall, but part of the joy of fantasy is, is the, the horse race itself is following it. Right. And, 
what this article tries to do is to let people, you often don't have time to see what's happening outside your league. And this shows you what's happening in the whole main event. It's not big, so big that we can't sort of summarize it as, as opposed to say the online championship where that's just way too unwieldy to do this. Right. But I think it's kind of fun to follow the whole contest. And that's what my goal is to do that. And for all the people in it to at least show what's happening at different points during the season. I mean, there's only going to be one winner, but a lot of people are really distinguishing themselves and deserve a lot of the accolades for doing well. Um, yep. So yep. I, I, that's, that's the motivation. And I took, this is what I told uh, Michael Simeon uh, and you, when we were talking about what article to do, I just feel like this is, a lot of people write articles about individual players and pickups and fab, but this is sort of a article about a contest. And that's, that's my motivation. And I think the reaction has been pretty good on this and hopefully uh, most people are enjoying it. At least the ones that have reached out to me have said they like it. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. It's, a, it's definitely doing the job that you set out for it to do, because like you said, um, it gives you that ability to step away and look at the context overall and the, all, you know, the overall standings, because we're spending so much time, you know, looking at our league, you know, so yeah. it's uh, definitely, definitely great, great to follow the horse race, like you say. Um, and it's, also, you know, brings awareness to when you see names and, you, you know, exactly. you start putting, you know, uh, standings and, and, and team builds, you know, it's just good, too, because you, you're checking out teams, you know, um, and what's, what's uh, really impressive, too, by some of the, of the players that have multiple good teams is, is the the spread, you know, um, of, of like the, the teams aren't like exactly the same, you know, they, uh, they did a good job of diversifying and, and hitting not only uh, just one team and having multiple teams uh, of, of those players, but, you know, different players. So uh, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Um, and like, you know, like I said, it just gives you uh, um, more recognition to who, who's doing well and who's, you know, great yeah, player yeah he's a really good player in, right. in our industry which is kind of what we're all interested in and we all want to win but i think everybody's also interested in who are the real top players and you see lists of guys that are really doing the job yeah and the, the other positive rob is uh and may, people won't say this as much but it allows me to get in some really bad puns about movies so that, 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 that really uh, does the job for me. Um, but I enjoy that part of it. And um, a lot of people probably skip over that, but at least, at least it gives me some, some joy to make a few jokes uh, before I get into the nuts and bolts of the article. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Another, another thing you're knocking out of the park for sure. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to get into todd tonight no, before we uh tonight hopefully we'll have a cool. good week this week i wish you all the best in your uh, tgfbi and thank your you, sir. championship thank um, you sir i'm uh, i'm gonna like i said um it, it's 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 funny how like you know it's still it's still a lot of time left of course but when when you're doing well in something how much more like you kind of want to sure. you know dive into it per se like you know kind of what we're doing here and just really getting into the nitty-gritty of uh 
where can I really make moves? And, you know, now um, it's getting to that point where it's pretty close where um, peeking at the overall standings and seeing what I need to do to, you know, try to move up there as well, you know, Um, not just the league. So, um, and yeah, it's uh, just, I, I feel like I, I get those moments where I think I'm missing something, you know? Um, And I feel like uh, one of those things I miss will, will be the reason why, uh, no, I, doing, I come great. crashing down, but, um, yeah, uh, your best and be happy with it. You're doing very well. I'm super happy. I'm super happy. I put a lot of time in to at least just trying to be respectable players. So, uh, you know, this is what, like you mentioned before, this is what we do. This is, this is what we want to do. We do it for fun. Sure, we sure. also like to win some money on the side and, <laughs> and, and, and most of all, just, you know, um, tell people, Hey, I played in the league with you once and you were pretty trash or, uh, I had that season, uh, you know, I had that league I played with you and I was completely terrible. <laughs> so, you know, it, it makes for good memories, good talks and, uh, you know, right. you know, we were supposed to get Maddie Modica on the show tonight. Um, he he has some things he had to attend to, which is totally cool. We're gonna hopefully get him on next week, and uh, he'll bring um, he'll bring some some punch to this uh, podcast, Todd, for sure. Yeah, he yes, he'll he'll moderate us again like he did in the uh, <laughs> in, in the draft. In the draft, that's right. Yeah. Cool. All right, Todd, tell everyone where they can find you, where yes, your work sir. is at. Yep. All that it's stuff. Uh, at Telstar 7, and the article is at spstreamer.com. It's a free article. And uh, there is a, uh, you know, uh, what what's the, uh, I always get, I always get it wrong about the, uh, the chat area. The Discord? The Discord, right. The Discord is $10 a year to be part of the SP Streamer. And mm-hmm. uh, you got the writers and all the good players that are on there. It's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, you, people can reach out to me at either location and happy to help if I can, or you can just tell me uh, you're the guy that's uh, way behind Rob in the main event. Why should I listen to you? <laughs> that's, fine. Amen. that's fine too. <laughs> Amen, Todd. Cool, man. Thank you for joining me again. And um, yeah, we'll talk again next week for sure. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. All right, Todd. All right, folks, that will conclude this episode of the Poe Hitter Podcast. Once again, you can find me on Twitter at Dead Poe Hitter and the podcast at Poe Hitter Pod. Any ratings and review would be cool. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You guys mean the world to me um, to keep tuning into the show. Um, truly, truly awesome. You guys uh, made it possible for me. So, uh, yeah, and with that, fantasy baseball side, that's, 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 that's Linus. That's my pit bull. He's, uh, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. He's he's a little happy. He wants to go outside and play. He wants me to be done with this. Um, anyway, <laughs> fantasy baseball side, um, just going to continue to hammer this on every podcast. It's just, you know, make sure you're finding your balance in the world. Whatever you need to do to have clear, concise um, thoughts and focus, um, whatever you need to do to get there. Just make sure you do it for yourself. You deserve it. Uh, you get one shot in this world, so do what you need to do to make yourself right and to be the best person you can be, right? And not be a bag of shit, right? Yep, that's it. <laughs>